Hello and welcome to the High Hops Podcast with your host Bradley Wire with me as always. Big guru Phoebe Ward is checking her watch because I took too long between words. How's it going? Yeah, all good. A little bit uh, sensitive this morning. Well, let's find out what we're drinking this week. What are we What are we drinking? Uh, we are going to be talking about the um, Cloudwater series. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Well, they've got multiple names for it, but we're going to call it the Yakima Valley series. Sounds good. So me and a friend, Cameron, hey Cameron, shout out to Cameron, we got an opportunity to go and chase these beers in our uh, friendly vessel. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a series of, well, on tap we had six um, mm-hmm. and there are a few cans of which I've had. I got to try four of them. You did. But you also had aromas and flavours, which I is available did. in a can. And we've got one here today. I'm going to give it a go. As recommended. So we'll do that one live and we'll be talking about the rest of them. So we're going to be back in just a moment. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with us this morning? I don't know. Um, right, so a bit about... Cloudwater First, they are quite a new one. They're 2014, they were founded, so they've been going for five years and they're based in the city, the heart of Manchester. <laughs> um, Good city. And this series basically is called Shorthand CY18 is what I've got for it. Yeah. I know Phoebe said something a bit different, but that's what I've seen advertised on there. I've got their, multiple. Uh, I've got CY18 DDH IPA launch. Mm-hmm. I've got Yakima Valley. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I've got another one, which... I don't know where it is now, but it's um, it was it, yeah, it was different. If again, you so. want to try uh, CY18, they will be in 19 beer shops around the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find it online. I will put a link in the description of this episode so you can see if there's any near you. I unfortunately was in Ireland over the weekend, so drinking. There stout. were none there, literally nothing. So yeah. I had to wait until I got back. Flew in last night. Went straight to Vessel. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yep, to have and, my And uh, um... literally, it took a day for two of them to completely run out. So. Mm. The idea of this series was to increase the depth of flavour in their hop-focused beers. To do so, last year they visited Yukima Valley uh, in Washington State, uh, where they collected, I guess, six of the hops needed for these drinks. So this fits in quite nicely with our uh, American... Month. American Month came very well for us. Mm. Um, roll on American Month. Um, the reason why this is such an important location is it's actually responsible, I found, for 80% of all hops used in beers in the States. Yeah, that So makes it's sense. an incredibly fertile location. There's a lot of wineries and apple orchards here, so it's a great place to go. So Yukima Valley, as opposed to being a brewery, is um, a hop supplier. Um, you'll notice if you go on Instagram or, well their instagram or amazing photos of forests and massive piles of hops i know right? like mountains of hops actually featured on the cans there's photos of their uh, expedition to the location which i quite liked yeah i would love to go and check it out one day one day no we definitely will we're gonna Mm. go up and we're gonna do some northern breweries because they're they're pretty damn good (laughs) so of the six hops they got from the valley do you want to talk about what they are, what their yeah, character- I'm pretty characteristics sure I've, are? I've re- researched. Bear with me. She's pretty sure she's researched. No, I mean, I've got a list. There's a lot of hops in this world, like <laughs> hundreds of them. Mm. So um, laurel is a floral. Mm-hmm. That makes perfect sense. Mosaic is used uh, for stability, bitterness, and uh, again, floral, floral flavoring. Yeah. Amarillo and Sentinel are also stabilizing and bittering hops explaining why that one was a bit drier and a bit more bitter. 
Simcoe is a stabilizing one and it's also a fruity one, as well as Citra. Okay. That makes perfect sense. So, yeah, there are the hops. I haven't got Sabro on there, but um, Sabro has been described as like a Sriracha Ace type okay. hop. Yep. Um, which I associate with peppery spiciness. I like a, a Sriracha Ace. We've had a couple of Sriracha Ace, but we should do one. Oh, drink. <laughs> yes, Cameron did say that if you're going to make a drinking game of this, that uh, it would be drink whenever Phoebe says, we'll do that in a future evening. <laughs> Yeah, and maybe every time I can't pronounce something also, then you'd be well pissed. Yeah. So do you want to talk about uh, your experiences going through them and then we'll get to the can last? So um, oh, these weren't put in a particular order. Uh, so it wasn't like Powerhouse where they recommend that you try one after the other, after the other. So um, we had these a bit jumbled. Same here. I had them in a different yeah. order, I guess, than you did. Yeah, we were we were being nice. We didn't want to waste too much, so we just went with whatever was on tap uh, when we went up for one. Mm -hmm. So I believe the first one we had, me and Cameron, was the Simcoe. And, um, you know, Simcoe, it's a very popular hop. It's in a lot of things. And it was fruity, bitter, quite well. Um, I think Cameron drinks a lot of, like, ale -y type beers usually i don't know how hoppy he goes uh, not very hoppy from no. the beers i've yeah so seen. he um he described this as thick but i didn't think it was that thick just from experience okay um but yes very hoppy obviously and um it, yeah it was a it was a simcoe ipa right okay it, you know we, we like simcoe simcoe is good <laughs> so uh all of these by the way are 6.5 percent across the board across the board yeah. and uh me and cameron did share um I had them all to myself. You did have them all to yourself. <laughs> I watched people disintegrate drinking these. I don't know why, because I guess if you're built, you're building, aren't you? I mean, you pretty much have a half of each of them. Mm. And there's, you know, so yeah, you're having three... Halves across the board. Three good pints here quite mm. rapidly because they are tasty. Mm -hmm. You get through this quickly. There was a lot of hype for this series. So, um, yeah, I got there at a good time. It wasn't too busy because mm -hmm. uh, we got there before like four o'clock. Yeah. So we were quite lucky. <laughs> um, but it got busy. Yeah. Right. Moving on to the next one. Okay. Um, did you want my ratings from the get-go or shall I do those afterwards? I guess afterwards because you, okay. you can just talk about what you were finding with them and then we'll just kind of cool. go, this is what we'd recommend. Because only four of them are available in cans after the event's finished. Yeah, there are um, cases being sold at the moment in Vessel. Unfortunately, not online anymore. Not You're going to have to find them out. at your local store or you... We'll have to buy them individually online, mm -hmm. um, but most, all, all, almost all of them, at the time of recording this, uh, were sold out on their yeah. website. So on demand. Get it whilst you can. Cool. So whilst Simcoe was the fifth on the list, we had it first. Um, the next one we had was first on the list, uh, but it was our <laughs> second, uh, and this was Laurel. Um, obviously, this one had the you know floral floral hops mm -hmm. and yes it tasted very floral uh, and it was so light and refreshing um but yeah the floral taste wasn't over the top i could just i could just get the little hints of it yeah um which sometimes when someone says here's floral beer or it's described as a floral beer yeah i just don't i can't tell cameron didn't really rate this one he um noted kind of makes sense yeah he noted it was different and then it stood out but it wasn't his favourite. Yeah. Of the four I tried, it was definitely the most... I thought we weren't doing ratings right now. I'm just saying of the four I tried, okay. it's definitely the most... It was the most out there in terms of its taste. Yeah. No, it had a different... It had a different flavour out yeah. of all of them. Oh, did you uh, get told online it gives you a description of how you're supposed to taste 
All of them, by Go the way. Go on, Bradley, tell us. So, aroma and flavour. Gently swell the glass and inhale quickly and deeply. Oh, yeah, I have read this. You did get this? Uh, mm-hmm. Take several mouthfuls, swell, <laughs> taste, and experience the smell on exhaling. But Cameron got something slightly different. Rather than exhaling, <laughs> what was his version? He said that the... <laughs> The way that you really taste a beer, like <laughs> you get the actual flavour, yeah, is when you burp it out. <laughs> I was like, mm, I don't know about that. I think it gets mixed with the gases that you're burping. I mean, technically it's exhaling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's like out of your stomach as opposed to, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I think um, I, I appreciate that you get strong flavours when you burp. I mean, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and you do. You have a different flavour. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think... Well, someone once said, someone in the future, uh, is uh, how does it taste when you release it from your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> and I, the word that I have learned from Rose, hi Rose, is synesthesia. Okay. When two senses come together to create a new experience. Ta-da. Taste and smell or nose. I nice. Guess. So there you go. Cool. That's how I do it. Next one. Next one. We had... Oh, and this was third. Amarillo and Centennial. Sentinel. Millennial. Sentinel. Sentinel. Well done. You got it. Thank you. Um, and this one was notable. It was very dry. It was the driest of the board, I would say. Okay. It was, yeah, noticeably drier. Mm. Um, and it was quite light. All of these, I would say, are quite drinkable. Yeah. Um, all of these are obviously very I mean, hoppy. Six, I was going to say, six, but a 6.5, it's that border. It's not still mm. not too strong, I'd say. Yeah, Before but you it gets can. Unreasonable. You can obviously have the um, mouthfeel and the weight, mm. and it still be very drinkable. Yeah, um, but I wouldn't say any of these were that heavy. Um, and yeah, we were saying how this one was quite bitter, more than the Simcoe. All of these, I will say, were very carbonated. That's actually a. Um, that was that's something that they were going for. So there thickness, carbonation, and smoothness are the three attributes they tried to get across you all know, their cans. Agreed. Yeah, mm. I definitely, you definitely feel that. Like you do. As you said it to me as well last night, I was thinking, it doesn't it's not that carbonated? And then a moment later, I found myself burping. I was yeah. like, oh, there we go. No, they all, they were all, and um, I don't know what does it tell you there? What temperature they, um, you know, want Ooh, you to? Oh, that's a good question. Because I'm only going off of the temperature. That's a great question. Why have I not looked for that? <laughs> well, no, it might not tell see, you. I didn't see temperature online. To I be mean, fair. they're hoppy, so they are meant to be well chilled and whatnot. I mean, Cloudwater did recently talk about cold chaining, which we'll yes. be chatting about a little bit more next week. Mm-hmm. Hint, um, and they keep it below five degrees that until makes they go sense. out the door. Yeah, on day one. These, all the ones I had were very, very cold. So I'd recommend. I would. I would suspect below five degrees yeah well i wanted to yeah they were definitely below five degrees i also i wanted some of them i really wanted to experience a bit warmer so we did cup them in our hands and wait yeah because we wanted to see if it affected the flavor and that was with the thicker hazier ones that it was it was quite nice okay next we had the mosaic so um mosaic was kind of your classic mosaic but it wasn't really heavy yeah um it was it was like it was sweet mm-hmm. yeah floral it's the it was the heaviest so far, but it's still like I've had such heavy mosaic hoppy beers, mm. but it's still I wouldn't describe it as heavy. It's just because I'm comparing it to the rest. Um, it had more of an aftertaste, is what Cameron said. So you could definitely taste more. It had like a, a kind of a thicker mouth feel. Yeah. Um, Cameron also said that it had like a nutty aftertaste. He could. That's the only word he could describe. Is trying to put his finger on what he was tasting. Mm-hmm. I didn't taste nuttiness. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But I think it's just one of those things where you're trying to describe what you can taste, and, and that's, that's well, was the like, only thing that's close. Was it, was it last week we were like, this bananery, mm. but there definitely isn't any banana in that, but that was just something like you pulled away from thing, it? yeah, that yeah. you could describe it as, but... I really liked this one. It was a it was a lovely mosaic, and I'm mm. gutted that you couldn't try it. I know. And then we're on to Citra, which is again one of the ones you couldn't have because it is the most popular hop, and in like the nicest way possible, it's the basic bitch hop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very, very popular. Um, and yeah, it was to me a standard sit like Citra bitter. Oh, yeah. It was very creamy, and mm-hmm. it was um probably the haziest. Um, you could not see anything through it. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, dry. It was, for me, standard. Standard Citra. Yeah. I've had many of these before. And we ended, I think um, Sam was quite conscious in uh, what he wanted us to end oh, really? this on. So Sabro and Chinook is what we had last. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was interested as to what I thought. I said, yep, spicy, just like Sriracha Ace. Mm-hmm. Um, very hoppy. It was dank which cameron found hilarious because <laughs> he associates that with music that was just dank mate but it is a beer term all right um <laughs> it was dry peppery and light mm-hmm. you said on this one mm-hmm. you said meh but it got better as you drank it i did i say the word meh when i was describing i don't it? know if you said meh i think i just got that because I, was... I think i started drinking that and i was like oh this is not it, you were I like, just, I'm not blown away by it, no. even though there was quite a lot of fuss for this one. But, and then you were then, like, it gets better. Yeah, I think just as I was finishing it, I was like, oh, actually, I was getting into that. We, me and Cameron then rated to put ours one to six. Mm-hmm. Um, my number one was Laurel. Okay. Simply because it was the most different in flavor. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was light and it was pleasant. Mm-hmm. Um, what I've kind of found in this, in like these series, is that they always kind of start with a light, easy one. My second was the mosaic, yeah. and this was Cameron's first because mm-hmm. it was just it was a lovely thick mosaic. I like a mosaic; yeah. it's yummy. Um, and my third choice, mm-hmm. um, I think my third was the Amarillo and Sen Millennial Sentinel. Yeah, <laughs> because again, it was notably different. It was dry, mm. and I remembered it. So whilst it wasn't my favorite in flavor. Yeah. Uh, I noted it and that was my number three. Okay. Cameron's number three was the Citra. And my four was Citra. So I think we were quite close in this. I think it's just like the slight differ- differing tastes kind of set mm. slightly apart. Um, and my fifth was Sabro and Chinook. Mm. I think I'd had this one upped. Like, you know, I was like, getting really excited about oh, it. Oh, it was big upped for you. Yeah, okay. and then I was a bit let down. The hype um, was there. It was. And this was uh, Cameron's fourth okay. choice. So the one that was, I didn't get any votes on at all when talking about this one was Simcoe. Yeah. Nobody was really bothered. I think it's because they've had it before. Yeah. Personally. I took it upon myself because as I was drinking these, I was thinking, this is obviously cloud water. Mm. This tastes like cloud water beer. There's no doubt about it. But I did think on a few of them mm. that I'd had them before. So? So, I decided that I would go to the fridge and I would get out their DDH Pale. Mm-hmm. Not of this series. Mm-hmm. And this one was a 5.5. And it is described as bold and fruity. And this has the Simcoe and the Citra hops in. But not from? Not from Yakima Valley. At least that's they didn't say that it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I decided to try it 
just after drinking all these. And I can say that it was a perfect blend of the Simcoe and the Citra right. beer um, on the y, no, CY18 series. But did it stand out? What, from the from rest? the rest of what you had that night? Not really. Okay. Um, it could have been thrown in there and I would have been like, yep, cool. You wouldn't have known it was any different. Um, it was bitter because it's like double dry hop. Mm-hmm. Um, it was hoppy, much mm-hmm. like these. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it had grapefruit in it. I'm not a huge grapefruit fan. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was kind of like, oh, right, yeah. But could have easily been in the series. Yeah. Um, then you had you had one of the other cans. You had aromas and flavors. I did. Um, it was on tap, actually, wasn't it? That was on tap, yeah. Um, because that was what they replaced one of the missing ones with. Mm-hmm. And what what do you have to say about uh, what? You, yeah, aromas and flavors was also a six point five DDH IPA. So this one had um, three hops from mm-hmm. the series. It had Citra, Chinook, and Millennial Sentinel. Yeah, I'm going to do that every time. Um, so it had yeah, it had a, a proper mix. Mm. Um, I think I had a sip of this, but I can't really remember what it was like yeah i was like this was far oh in my at gosh. this point we were mm-hmm. i remember this being the most interesting because it had the combination of different Three hops, hops which i liked more uh, everything else was just kind of this is this this is that and then this one came along and it was like the mix of different yeah. hops together and it was actually creating something a bit more interesting rather well, than it just being strictly strictly one flavor mm, you've got the citra which is obviously the fruity flavor the chinook is like the spicy mm-hmm. and then sentinel <laughs> i did it in my head um it's the kind of base of it yeah so they work well quite like together you've got mm. like a spicy fruity like mm. holiday well, flavor this kind of goes into what i was thinking about this like the last series we had was the powerhouse and mm-hmm. sam said to us the difference between this this series and the last series that you guys had was that it was a variety it was like it was, a diff- it was different styles diff- it was, yeah six different styles so it was more interesting mm-hmm. You'd go from one to the other and you're like, I definitely like this one and I definitely don't like that one. Yeah. Whereas no, this yeah. one, I feel like they were, you know, they're going online and going, oh, you know, you can only have all six in this series from separate places. And then once they're gone, they're gone. You're only going to have four in line and we'll only do four in a keg. Mm. And then we're going to do these, you know, these other ones that will be with the same hops and kind of related. But I don't feel like you're going to miss out if you didn't have one from the series the way you would if you were missing a no. powerhouse. Like that powerhouse really can only be mm-hmm. sold all together. This is the case of... There if you were get a, a few standalone it, ones on the powerhouse. Yeah, but what I mean is you're you're not going to miss anything if you didn't have them as a series. I think what is good about this series, it's the opportunity to actually have the basically the hops out in front of you mm. and you're tasting the differences. Yeah. yeah and yeah. Um, I agree with katie in that um they do they did all taste different like yeah. as in from each other no it wasn't the same over no and over it, they all tasted different from each other but mm. i'd had them before but i guess it's just them i mean they had the opportunity to go and get these hops from washington and yeah. um, yakima valley so um it's a good supplier so they were like uh yeah we're gonna get hops from there yeah and it's just it was a good opportunity for people to really actually know what they're drinking because like you know ipas and dda i mean DDHs are now becoming the new IPA. And um, yeah, I think it's like, oh, oh yeah, I love those. Oh, yeah, like hipster. Mm-hmm. But this was an opportunity to actually have it laid out in front of you and okay. to know what you're drinking. Right. You actually taste just the hop rather than mm. a combination or something. It's it would have been behind. really good for you to be there. Do you feel like hand selected hops 
is going to make the difference? Or do you just think the idea of showing people this is what this hop can do for a beer and this is what this hop can do for a beer is almost just as important? Or do you, you like, like kind of what you said that you tried another one of their beers? Mm-hmm. Do you feel... I feel quality wise. Yeah, no, I felt like there was a little more quality in this Yakima Valley series. Okay. Um, bearing in mind that those we've had those cans for quite a bit, and these were more f- like more fresher, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I I do think that there was a slight, but not like a huge, massive like. Oh yeah, this obviously yeah isn't the Yakima Valley. Um, I was saying to Cameron about how um, a lot of these series can just be like. <sighs> A bit of a hey don't forget about us please keep drinking our beer mm-hmm. like oh we've got a series and they market it and it's exciting you know it's like yeah it's like our- it's a limited edition thing you can only get it yeah. once yeah I get so you. it's it could be just like a marketing thing but you wouldn't travel all the way to washington from manchester to go and get these hops to mm. do a series if it was just like a ploy yeah because that costs a lot of money that's yeah and i know they're a well-established now and popular brewery mm-hmm but they said, I still don't think they would do that. So I think there was intention in this series mm-hmm. in showing people what, um, specifically Yakima Valley hops, but also what hops in general can do for your beers. So this mm-hmm. one was very much recommended by the customers of Vessel. Okay. Allow oh. me. Now I need a wee. Uh, there was a few cans, and I knew they were going to have cans mm. in the fridge as well. And I was thinking, oh, am I going to get one? And you've already tried the aromas of... I'm definitely having that one on the left. <laughs> Your pouring skills have been terrible. I spilled a little bit. This one was recommended because everyone was quite pissed at this point. Mm-hmm. And um, they were like, oh, have you had any in the fridge? Or have you had um, number of the yeast, which is what this one's called? Okay. And... I was like, no, what everyone was talking about it. And that is because this has quadruple hops. Ooh. Yeah. So um, the dry hop intensity is 38. Mm-hmm. The volume of this, bearing in mind what time we're doing this, is 12%. It's the afternoon. It is technically the afternoon. It's 12 o'clock here. Um, so yeah, it's a 12%er. Mm-hmm. And this is why everyone wanted us to do it. Right. So uh, let's have a sniff. I haven't sniffed it yet. I just gave a quick sniff. Ooh. Okay, what are you smelling? So I'm going to say Laurel's definitely in this. Wait, I don't know yet. Okay, but I'm, I'm saying okay. that to you, you think now. think it's a Laurel hop? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for our 666th guile, we've unleashed a big, uncompromising beast. Mm. We're honoured that our friends at JW Lee's have given us exclusive use of the... Five thousand and first generation of their house yeast. So this one's about yeast. I'm glad you read this before reading it out on the podcast. <laughs> Which is obviously why it's so strong to mm. my And a strain we love using in bold hop forward beers. The result is a monster that's part homage to J.W. Lee's famed harvest ale and part modern quadruple IPA. Full bodied, sweet, and bursting with fruit salad flavours. Now that I've said the words fruit salad, what are you tasting? I was going to say flowery. Like I had like, that's why I was going Laurel. Cause I'm just like, it, feel, it felt like flowery. I just did a shoot on a flower farm. So it's making me think of that. The aroma and flavor of this. Mm-hmm. And I, this first one, I definitely tasted pineapple, papaya, 
And the next one I definitely tasted, honeydew melon. Maybe my smell's going because I... <laughs> Mine's yeah. coming back now. <laughs> um, so honeydew melon is something I've noticed in quite a few beers recently. And yeah. I am loving honeydew melon mm-hmm. in beer. It is lush. Uh, also peach and honey sweetness. So yes, this is very sweet. Very smooth, dangerously smooth, mm. and very fruity. Like, this is fruitier than a lot of beers I've Did had. you say this is 12%? It is 12%. It doesn't taste 12%. Exactly, it's dangerous. It's like a disguised I could enjoy this 5. on a beach. 5%. This is really tropical. It's sunny today as well. It is sunny today. Um, so the body is huge, mm. <laughs> thick. Smooth and sweet is exactly what I said. Yeah. Um, the aftertaste is the lingering juicy pineapple and peach. Resinous hop notes. So yes, well done to those uh, customers at Vessel that uh, told me to get this one. Um, notably Ross, Adrian, I think George. Mm. Who else said that we should have this? Uh, do, do, do. Dougie. Dougie, you were having fun. If you're listening to this, Dougie, which I don't think you are. My God. <laughs> It is genuinely so fruity, and I'm getting that warmth now. In regards to the can, this is quite a simple can. Um, it's a who? Oh, hey! It's like raining on like the hands of God. Look, Can you oh, see yeah, that? Yeah. Um, but the design is white, so it's not like a huge for cloud. Mm. I mean, I think they've been simplifying their cans recently. They all look kind of they've but, got that yeah. sort of design to them. What I'd say is that it literally tastes like, you know, I mean, you probably don't eat fruit out of a can, but me and my sister used to have the tinned fruit salad a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, of course you didn't. Of course, no. <laughs> I mean, it's from Manchester, it's northern. I feel like we ate a lot of things out of tins and cans. No, so you can get fruit salad in a tin and it's delicious. I don't know why you'd want to do that, but okay. There are many people that are going to be able the whole point of having a fruit salad. Many people on this podcast and around the world are going to be able to relate to me more than you right now. (laughs) That's entirely impossible. So uh, fruit salad in a tin comes in like a a really thick syrup Mm -hmm. um, and it is so good. And it tastes like that syrup with a bunch of hops and malt. And that's how they've made this beer. <laughs> it's delicious. My sister, my sister would like this, but she wouldn't be able to have a twelve percent right now no. due to having a baby. Cool. Well, I'm happy. I just don't have that much to say about this, honestly. It's hard, isn't it? Because you didn't get to. We've been doing loads of different beers on the podcast for the past few weeks, and we've been staying away from IPAs. Mm-hmm. And we've been talking about stouts, sours, interesting combinations, and then coming back to an IPA. I'm actually kind of like, mm-hmm. cool. It's good. Like, literally, if we didn't, like, I feel like now getting to IPAs, we're like, it's good, go try it. Yeah. End of the episode. Um, I think that's my attitude. Like, you were drinking a lot of IPAs, and I was, like, kind of drinking them with you. And mm. then when I started to have more different styles, when I started working at Vessel, I yeah. was like, nah, IPAs is not where it's at. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that in. Yeah, that was a, that was a <laughs> horrible burp. Just believe it out. Can that be? Can that be like the opening? <laughs> That's our sign off. <laughs> You're so polite in the beginning. Welcome to High Hops. <laughs> <laughs> that was violent. Um, overall, Cloudwater, a very no, good. No, brewery. I think I know this episode's fine. I just mean in terms of like I'm. I get, was like, going to close. So Shh. I'm just I'm just getting IPAs now. I'm having like a breakdown because I like IPAs, but I don't have that much to say about Guys, them anymore. And I'm like, we're having a break. Do through. I even like IPAs? <gasps> 
I'm like, oh, this is amazing. I have to keep all this in. Yeah. like It's, it's worth it to get to Bradley having an existential crisis you, about ideas. You are very much, you are one to follow trends. You just are. How dare no, you? No, you are though. So, like, Who said this? I'll follow the trend if enough people have said it. <laughs> <laughs> I share everyone's opinion. Um, no, there are certain things you have your own opinion on, but um, you were like very IPA. You were like IPA, IPA, oh, mm-hmm. Verdant. Yes, yeah. IPA, IPA. And Verdant is still awesome, by the way. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I'm actually enjoying that you're uh, discovering new things. I'm going to just go, go and rock in a corner. cry a bit this episode. <laughs> No, it's good. It's good to try other things. IPAs are great, mm. but so are stouts, so are sours, and so are um, you know what? Belgians. I, I might have a sour still when we go. That sour I had yesterday was all right. Yeah. Anyway. We should end. Um, Cloudwater, obviously, they know what they're doing, and um, this was a good series in mm. regards to learning about hops and things like that and tastes and aromas. It was very good for that. Mm. Um, like, like you say, there'll only be a few available singularly. I mean, if you get the chance, I mean, mm-hmm. they will they will release some of this because I think the intention is to keep rolling out stuff with hops from this. This um, is a key supplier. word. Intention is the key word. Intention, um, but the hand pickness and the quality and the flavour—that's something they're trying mm-hmm. to strive towards. So I wouldn't be surprised, even if this is very limited and you don't get the chance. It seems like Cloudwater are moving more and more towards this idea of hand picked. We're going to be very specific mm-hmm. in what we're going for. Um, and cold chain as well. And that's interesting because I think that'll be the first UK. It'd be interesting to see more if if other brewers try and follow in these footsteps. But I think we're gonna do, we're gonna definitely do a follow up another episode about cloud water. Oh in yeah, the no, we are. We're gonna do some. Um, I mean, I've had quite a few. Cloud this waters. is very limiting, so it'd be good to do a mix of different things because obviously mm-hmm. they don't just do IPAs. Even though I've only ever had an IPA from cloud they water, they primarily do IPAs. They primarily do IPAs, but just looking on their Instagram, we've now got uh, a Facebook page. We have Instagram. All these places. We've got our email. What's our email, Bradley? Hello, hihops. At gmail.com. And send us recommendations. We've had, this one is kind of technically a recommendation. We've done a couple. Mm -hmm. Um, Thank you very much for Vessel for um, Mm -hmm. continuing to put on these events. Tune in next episode. We've got a very exciting episode next episode. Yeah, when when we recorded half of it, we didn't actually know if the other half was going to happen or not. Mm. So that worked out quite well. It really did. So um, apologies, I was going to say apologies if the audio is a little... We we recorded that one in Vessel and it's uh, a little bit echoey and the air conditioning is a bit noisy. I'm going to try my best to make it sound okay. But, I mean, it'll I think be... think content-wise, it'll, be, got, worth it'll it. be worth it. Yes, it'll be worth the it. experience. So do tune in to that one. I'm going to go and edit this episode. Have fun. And you're going to go to work. I'm going to go and sell some beer. We're both going to go to work and I will drink that beer. I'm going to get paid for mine though. Oh. <laughs> Damn it! Cool. Uh, yep. So all the socials, and we're available on Spotify, Castbox, and iTunes. We're just available. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> this was a twelve percent beer. Thank you. This is a bad idea. Bye. <laughs> oh